focusing on an emerging generation of kings. the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying do not be afraid Abraham I am your shield alright so we're not doing it together so we have to do it together if the screen is not functional yet please look into a bible on your device or look into your neighbor's bible going to read together because I might stop reading at some point Let's go. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield. But Abraham said, Lord God, give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Then Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offspring, Indeed, one born in my house is my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, This one shall not be your shall be your heir. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. And he believed in the Lord. And he accounted it to him for what? Somebody say louder for what? Please, if you don't mind, let me not stress you too much yet. But look for two people. In other words, you don't need to stand. Just look for two people. Make sure you look at them with intensity and concentration. And tell them, do not be afraid. You didn't say with no charisma, with no conviction, with no capacity. Peter like Manolo Wood or John Diesel Wood put some swag on it, some oil on it and say do not be afraid. I want to prophesy over somebody. I know that the bill is due. In fact, it's so due that it's looking like D-E-W. Like you need to go and drink Mountain Dew. But let me tell you something. If you are on the mountain of God, it does not matter what is due. God will refresh you like Mountain Dew. For the Bible says like the blessing of God upon the mountains of Zion. And like the dew. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Do not be afraid. I know that your IELTS or your Canadian points, by the way, let me clarify. When PLT was sharing her testimony and she said God has been doing her PR, don't say, eh, hey, I always knew that these pastors are going to Canada. By PR, he's not talking about permanent residency, he's talking about public relations. Promote, I have to clarify because, I, ah, no wonder he's giving his best now because he's about to jackpot. Let me tell you, I am not a jackpot, I will not jackpot even though there's jackpot. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Look at somebody, tell that person, do not be afraid. Oh, I feel like telling you to stand, but don't stand yet. Just twist a little bit. Look at somebody beside you or behind you and tell the person, I forbid you to fear. Do not be afraid. And what was the consolation he gave him? Dami Pan, God didn't say, I have laden you with bullion vans. I have given you AK-47. That's not it. He said, I am your shield. <laughs> In other words, James Blunt said, I'll catch a grenade for you. 
God said, I will catch a grenade. I'll catch an arrow. Oh, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I will catch a bullet. Do you know how your boyfriend said, I will catch a bullet for you? But the bull did not even complete before the earth. He lets himself out like a bull. Bull lets. Left you, dropped you like a bad habit. But God said, no matter how hot it is, I won't drop you. And God is a shield. What does it mean? The strength of a shield, watch this. The strength of a shield is only as powerful as the material it's made of. And the coverage area of the shield is dependent on the size and the direction of the shield. God said, I am made of me. I am made of God material. Nothing can come near your dwelling. I don't know who's been afraid, who's been having heart palpitations, who's been saying the cardiac arrest is nearer than I thought. The blood pressure issue is high. The disease is about to knock on my door. That devil is a liar. I prophesy to you by the Spirit of God. No evil will come near your dwelling. God is stronger than steel. He's tougher than titanium. He's bigger than iron. He is wider than wood. He's more everlasting than the cedars of Lebanon. He shines brighter than the stars in the sky. He's from eternity to eternity. He has no expiry date. He does not age. He does not wither. He does not wane. He does not wonder. He does not whine. He does not whimper. He is there all the time. Immovable. Unshakable. Irreplaceable. Indescribable. Everlasting. Eternal. You one that is strong, high and mighty. He's so high, no bullet can get over him. He's so low, no bullet can get under him. He's so wide, no enemy can run around him. He's so far, nobody can outrun him or exceed him. He is there before you get there. He is in front of you before you take a step. He's behind you to carry you in case you're about to fall. And if you are dizzy, you can collapse in him because when you collapse in him, you will rise again. Although the righteous man falls seven times, he will rise again. You are not defeated. You are not cast down. You are not humiliated. You are not broken down. You are not ignored. You are kept by the power of God. Who am I preaching to? Anything targeted against you, any arrow, any premature death accident incident, unfavorable incident, I proclaim that it's a time spell dimension. Turn back in the name of Jesus. Jerry, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know, one of the ways in which the Holy Spirit helped me with fear. It said to me, I know everything. I know everything. And I know how bad things could get. But your fear has no value in the destiny equation. So even some of the things that you are afraid. You know, sometimes you are afraid because you don't know. God said that thing you don't know, I know. And I said is Odeshi. Be unshakable, Abraham. Do not install the virus of fear in the operating system of your expectation. Say, but God, Nigeria is hard. Uh-uh. In fact, God will tell you, I know it will get harder. Oh, some of y'all are not getting there. But even though it gets harder, I will be your soft life. I'll be your soft landing. You're going to be my baby girl. Let me tell somebody, I know that you don't wear diapers, but you're about to have pampers. 
Abraham. Do you know what Abraham said to God? He said, Abraham, see. Do you know what God said? Abraham said, said, Lord God, what will you give me? What are, what are you promising me? Seeing that I go childless. Give us the scripture. Seeing that I, cho- I go childless. And the one in my house is, is this Eliezer. And I explained in the first service that Abraham did not know that himself and God were so similar. How were they similar? Abraham had an inheritance. God had an inheritance. Abraham had servants. God had servants. Abraham needed a son. God was looking for a son. Because everybody that God had used in the Old Testament was not a son. They were servants. So Abraham with your frustration looking for a child. I'm also looking for a child. The way Eliezer is to you a servant. That's how Noah was. He never called Noah a son. Never called uh, Enoch a son. Never called any of the ultimate patriarch son. He said the same way you're looking for a child. I'm looking for a child. That's why Abraham's life was a perfect picture of redemption. Isaac was to Abraham what Jesus was to God. The mountain of Moriah was to Abraham what the mountain of Calvary was to God. The sacrificing of a son was to Abraham what the sacrifice of Jesus was to God. Abraham was looking for a place that God had ordained. God was looking for lives that he could rest on. Abraham had the promise of the sun, the dust of the earth, and the star of the field. Jesus and Israel had the promise of natural children and biological or spiritual children. The dust of the earth, natural Israel. The stars of the sky, spiritual Israel. So whilst Abraham was thinking about just his need, God was thinking about his legacy. Your need is too small for every prayer meeting in your life to be about meeting it. Is this God so wicked that you have to pray and fast for three weeks before a need is met? How many of you has a little niece in your house, a little nephew in your house that he has to keep asking you, asking you, what does that mean? That when there's a need in your life, there's a protracted season where it's not happening. God is looking beyond the need. He's looking at something in you that needs to be fixed. Yes. Patience in you that needs to be developed. You know, sometimes the fact that you're rushing is proof that you're not ready. Oh, come on, somebody talk to me. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. He said you will not go out in haste. Why the inheritance was not going to be given. Watch this to any of the servants. It was going to be given to the son. That's why in the book of Hebrews chapter 11. He said all these people that did great exploits of faith. He said that they are not complete without us. That they kept looking forward to this time. Because we are not servants. We are sons. The bond of the servant was external. The servant for it to be connected to the owner. In this case, Abraham. For Elias to be connected to the owner. It was an external bond. 
And many times they will put a mark upon the servant as a sign that that slave or that servant belongs to Abraham or belongs to Jehu or belongs to Aphazad and all of that. It was an external mark. So it's a sign of spiritual servitude or slavery for you to look for external marks to validate God's promises to you. It was external. So Eliezer could be in charge of all that Abraham had. But if you check his blood and his DNA, you will not find Abraham's genes. What does that mean? When it comes to riches in Christ, the first thing you should think about is not how much is in my bank accounts. The first thing is how much of God is in me. Oh, that yeah was such a lonely one. I said the first thing. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, if you, you've survived the heat this far, trust me, you're going to survive it all the way. You might as well open your mouth. I said it's not about the money in your bank account. It's about the God essence in your spirit. So what God was showing Abraham is, Abraham, this is not, this is, my, what I have for you is bigger. You are bringing a thousand naira requests into a one billion bitcoin assets. In fact, you are insulting me with the trivial nature of your requests. Why? Because many of us have been taught to operate like servants. And I will expose it to you right now. You know what servants think? Servants think that if I walk very well, a guy will show me love. Oh, can I talk? Marfa and I were at the bank a couple of days ago. And there was this person that came. Forming activity to help us park. Oh, you all have experienced, you've not experienced that before. You can open the door yourself. They want to open it for you. Why are they doing that? Tell me. For tips. They have what? Expectations. That if they insert themselves into the equation that you can sort out by yourself, you will feel the need to bless them. Come on, somebody talk to me. Can I go a little deep? You know, they say, oh God, happy weekend. Ah, you fine. I see your baby has it. Ah, oh God. They start throwing in words, right? What are they positioning for? Tips. Can I propose to you that many believers are just like that in church? So you start giving God sweet names. You didn't call him in your private place. Can I talk right now? That when you feel something, you say, if I gas more, it will accelerate the miracle. And sometimes even some of us preachers, we have not helped. We will say, clap as fast as you want God to bless you. The louder your shout, the bigger your blessing. We start using psychological tools to try to simulate, are you hearing what I'm saying? And without knowing it, we have embedded in your subconscious mind an Eliaza software. A servant mindset to receiving the mercies of God. So the moment you prayed for something and two weeks have passed, three weeks have passed, it's not happening. Say, maybe I'm not serving well enough. So you have a generation of people who are very active in service when they are trusting God for a breakthrough. But the moment the breakthrough comes, it's their breakdown. Look at somebody. See, could it be the pastor is talking about you today? Demolai said, look at somebody. 
Uh, yes, Maha, I said, look at somebody. Abimbola, I know you're typing on the group perhaps, but look at somebody. Say, could it be possible? I don't want to jump into conclusion, but could it be possible if he be? Whereas, coming and Ronel, I'll say, mommy, I want to eat. Daddy, in fact, one time we had to teach them how to speak and communicate well. Say, Daddy, make noodles for me. Daddy, make indomie for me. I walk yeah, that's what they say. Say, I want it now. Kami used to do his hand like this. Now. Meanwhile, his room is scattered. He's broken the toy we bought for him three days ago. His shirt is stained with some color or something. The house, he has not done any work, but he is not a servant. He is in the purity of sonship. He knows that he does not need to work to earn daddy's love or mommy's affection. So he comes boldly before the throne of grace and says, Daddy, fix me a meal now. Because he does not have the servant mindset. He knows that he that the son has set free is free indeed. I am free to take my healing. I am free to eat. I am free to be married. I am free to walk in the fullness of the Godhead bodily. I am free to do the will of God. I don't need to beg or borrow or snitch or apologize. He said when we come, don't apologize. Don't bow before the angels. The angels are your nurses. The angels are your bouncers. The angels are your safeguard. Come to me. Don't come to my dirty table me reminding me of your pain and your crisis and your mess. Come to me. Come boldly. Come boldly. Come boldly. Many of us, we have turned it into a transactional relationship. If I give God 10%, he will give me 250%. By the way, if you're still in a place where you're struggling, should I give God any percentage? There's a serious servant mindset going on. Because a son gives all. Isaac is a model song. He said, God, kill me now. You know what it means? Sometimes God will ask you for offerings. I'll make you say, God, cuckoo, kill me. And when God kills what you got by the power of your flesh, he opens up what you cannot get but by his spirit. <laughs> Pastor Vicky, God was trying to elevate the conversation. During the lockdown, please help me celebrate my superstar wife. Was Vera in school during the lockdown? Let me ask some parents. Was Vera in school? She was not in school. Who, who's a parent here who had young children in school during the lockdown? So, of course, Kevin and Renault, young children, but the school said, this school, you must go to school. We paid. The school was almost the same amount. I'm like, what? What's going on? Are people giving us diesel and airtime and all whatnot? But this was the deal. It had to be virtual classes. Now, virtual classes meant that they sat on their own desk. That means I had to sit on a baby chair. You're not getting this now. Like that tiny little chair. Just sit because I had, to, I had to guide. So my wife would be with one. I would be with one. Right? Some of you are asking us to have twins. <laughs> Thank God there will not be another lockdown. <laughs> will you come and be taking care of the other? You know, I have a friend from the UK. I have from the, a friend from the UK. He was like, ah, Pete Dams, congratulations on your son, blah, blah. When Carmen was born, she was like, I'm coming to do anti-duties. You know the person I'm talking about. Come to do anti-duties. I'm like, hey, okay, no problem, come. 
long story. Do you know when she came? She moved to Nigeria, I think 2017 or 20 or so. She moved back from Nigeria, back to you. <laughs> UK last, last year. The week or two weeks before she was, ah, I must feel this pronounced when she came. <laughs> when Karen was already four years old. Easier said than bond. <laughs> so, so my wife was so dutiful. She has this gift of working with poor internet. Uncooperative. <laughs> it's a compliment. See, the Lord has helped me in the area of patience, but there are a couple of things I'm still very impatient about, like internet. Why should we call you internet when you are caught in the net? We didn't say internet. You're not, why are you internet if you're not working? Ordinary one page you cannot open. We have to use prayer to push you. Neke balatovasi. faithful. I was faithful. I mean, to the best of my knowledge, just, just once in a while, Miss Joy or one of the teachers would be like, uh, Ronel's daddy, are you still there? <laughs> Ronel's dad, are you still there? <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, I am. Uh, well. <laughs> but that was not the worst part. The worst part of it for me was that they were dragging my brain. Because, see, my brain works like a, a fast computer. Even my wife be like, Peter, we're talking about this now. Why are you, like, or sometimes I will say something. I'll be like, how do you move from there? And I'll say two or three things that will bridge the gap. Right? Some people who are very close to me have seen me say it or do it. So, my brain works like, what's going on here? But they are now saying, baby shark, baby shark, baby shark, daddy shark, daddy shark. Dragging my brain, it took me love to survive. Love. And they, they had all this very interesting exercise like ashtray puts some powder in a tree and writes letter U, letter V, letter <laughs> But see, that shows you the picture of redemption. That Christ who is infinitely smarter than I am will subject himself to earthly conversations and reduce the infinitude and the magnitude of his ultra super intelligent mind to be negotiated and feeling the feelings of your infirmity he's trying to elevate the conversation but you're talking about a new phone and a new house and God said there are realms in me and spirits in me and dimensions in me and souls in me come up At the age of 30, Jesus is like, yo, I've modeled everything, but I'm giving you my spirits. Why did I come down? I came down to sit with you. Why did I give you my spirit so that you can sit with me? The riches of his glory cannot be earthly things. 
because they are dust and time bound. The riches of his glory are the essence of his person. And he said, Abraham, your reward, because some of us, we have a reward state, uh, uh, a reward pattern or system skewed. Abraham, your reward is not, ah, so you see, eh, I, I didn't have a child for 25 years. So God is going to give me triplets. He's going to give me quadruplets as my reward. That can be a reward. That can be a statement. But God said, Abraham, me, I am your reward. In other words, Abraham, I looked for something big enough. Can I preach right now? I love the faith being expressed through your face. Oh, how do you know? The Bible says, and they perceive that he had faith. So faith has a perception, has a disposition. Oh, yes. And God said, I looked for something to honor you with, to decorate you with. Gold wasn't good enough. Silver wasn't bright enough. Copper wouldn't last long enough. Zinc ruled unbreakable. Mahogany will come and fail. So I decided to package myself. reward is God. My reward is God. My reward. Hey, hey. I feel the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to understand this. The same way Ronel or Carmen yesterday were in the kitchen. Just having a family huddle, unplanned, spontaneous family time. In the kitchen, so we're, we're talking. By the way, those children are, are so funny. They're so amazing. I got into the house two, two days ago, and their mom said, Uh-uh, Cammy, won't you say, welcome to daddy? Say, welcome to our house. Somebody shout sonship. Another episode. I don't know. This kitchen, things are always happening. Two days ago as well, he just came into the kitchen. I said, mommy, don't you know children need food to survive after a long day? Give me food. <laughs> Incredible. Look at somebody sitting at my papa house I day. <laughs> the good thing about your father's house is not a place you run to. It's a place you live in. So when Hebrews uses words like come, he's talking about your consciousness. He's not talking about moving to Jerusalem, going to a side visit in Bethlehem, or crossing the river Jordan, or having the water from the Jordan upon and say, I've been baptized. You were already baptized in Christ by the spirit of adoption. I'm not saying don't have water. If you want water, I will do it for you. But the real immersion is that you, boom, are one with Christ. So yesterday we were just huddling and just communicating and having a great time. Next thing we knew, Ronel had, was it chocolate or what did he have? He had held something. He went right around and got Caprison. He had gotten, gotten Caprison. We're like, how did you get there? He said, I just went there. You're about to get to one place, into a place where your healing manifests without pressure. 
and they'll say oh that leg was swollen before how did it say I just got it I just got it I live as a haver somebody shout I am rich in God shout aloud and say I am rich in God let's look at some New Testament realities how does the father begin to cascade this infinite infinite outlandish immaculate supernatural superabundance of his love and life how does it translate it don't forget in Ephesians chapter 3 from 14 to 20 that we read earlier he was speaking about bowing his knees Paul you can give us Ephesians 3 from 14 so I bow my knees to the father of, of, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth are named that he will grant unto you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might in the inner man he is saying that when God wants to give anything he comes from the riches of his glory Many believers are stuck on riches and riches and riches. But there is a realm that is higher than the realm of riches. It is the realm of glory. I will show you from the word and I will show you from contemporary examples. What is better than money? Glory. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. Somebody say I am funded by the riches of his glory. Remember, we'll talk about money. But when I teach this morning, don't think about money. Money will be a distraction from the revelation this morning. I know what I'm telling you. There are people today, many of you know a man right now in this country, in this city, that if somebody comes to you, maybe many come to him and say, oh, we need this, I want that. He will send them to one of maybe 200 or 500 people and say, go and meet that person to give you 20 million or 50 million. Are you aware? Peons has been close to politics from campus days and other days. That man I'm speaking about is perverted glory, is corrupt riches, and we'll see that in the book of James. It's perverted and corrupt riches, but guess what it is? It is glory in that fallen world. What is the glory? The glory is that the essence of who I have, who I be, there are people in this country that they can send people to a bank that they may not have an account in and money will come out are you aware if they can verify that it was that person that sent them why they run things that are bigger than banks so a tiny minded believer who is just begging God and God is like alright are you alright Sometimes if we were to translate your tongues, it might sound like, you okay? Sometimes. Look at somebody say, leave those things. Paul said, if you are dead, for you are dead and your life is requested in God. Colossians 3 verse 3. He said, therefore set your affections on things that are above where Christ is seated. So Christ is not pacing the floor, trying to convince the father Bye-bye, John now. Bye-bye, let me know. Bye-bye, John now. Holy Spirit, come help me. Come on, come on, be my God. No, you won't be my God in Jesus' name. Give you a higher sit. You're here. 
Or do you want to be Jesus? Because I want to dramatize God. Be Jesus. Be Jesus. I need my mic. Give him a mic. Just pacing, pacing. People are asking, oh, you be shouting your request, be shouting. Oh, yeah. Which kind of Igbo Jesus are you playing for? Nollywood. Oh, yeah, now. Beg God now. You need to kneel and be begging. They want stuff from me. Do they know who I am? They have not fasted in years. Give them 90 day fast. That one is asked. That one is asking. That one has not given offering for three weeks. Jesus, please leave by poor tax. many believers worship in their minds because that's not your God your God causes his reign to come on the good and the evil and Jesus never said if you ask anything in the name of your fasting he never said if you ask the father anything in the name of your offerings he said if you ask in the name of Jesus why this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased I am completely pleased with Jesus so anyone who comes in his name I discount their history and I hold it to account my commitment to Jesus so if LT believes in Jesus oh wale oh wale oh wale oh wale the fact that Mamala has not fasted in three weeks oh wale oh wale oh wale oh wale oh go oh go oh yeah oh go you are late on your missionary map oh wale oh wale I'll flog you sir are you hearing what I'm saying? If you can come in the name of Jesus. I don't need to see your face. If you come in his face. If you come in his coat. If you come in his garments. What I want to see is in whose name have you come.
not how the conversation rolls. This is how the conversation rolls. Jesus is not kneeling and begging the Father. He is seated. At the right hand of the Father. As a matter of fact, you can contest this, you can go and study, we can rub minds and study. I love theological debates. And the fact that I simplify things physically on Sunday does not mean there's not a lot of theological engineering and framework behind what I'm saying. Now, let me show you what I believe. I believe that when we're in our spiritual bodies, in our spiritual bodies and you see the throne of God, you will not see the Father. The body you will see on the throne is the body of Jesus. Because the body of Christ is what made God visible. God dwells in unapproachable light. No eye can see him, natural or spiritual. You can only see the condensed attribution of his essence. The Bible says he's the very express image of the living God. He's the brightness of his glory with whom all things consist. He said at all times he spoke through his prophets, but now he has spoken to us through his son. Revelation said and one was seated. Said the father and the lamb. They are seated. So right hand is not geographical. It's not locational. It's authority. Understand, it's not as if Jesus is there, it's one that sits on the throne. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one God, Father in creation, Son in redemption, Spirit in regeneration. So, this is how the commission goes the Father is in the Son, the Son is in the Father. He that seen me has seen the Father. I am the Father, one John 14, verse 16, Colossians 14, verse 6. The way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me, right. So, how does God get across to you? He came down. He condensed himself. Himself. And he came into the earth. He paid the price for your redemption. Redemption means to buy back. There's a popular income model that is going on right now. I'm going to touch on it later. Where there's a buyback opportunity. Some of you are involved in the real estate. You might know that. So a big real estate company, they have maybe acres of land, they're trying to raise capital, so they say we have a buyback offer. And what that means is, um, the vast portion of land is going to cost a billion naira, but we don't have a billion people. So we need a thousand people that will give a million naira. So you borrow us or invest one million naira, at the end of 12 months, you can buy it back. Either you own the land, or you sell the land to us, and we give you the appreciation Ah, Lord, help us this morning. We'll give you the amount the land is worth. But they will give you a minimum amount. Currently in the culture, is about between 15% and 35%. Anyone that is more than that is most likely a scam. Most likely. Not definitely, but most likely. So watch that. A little bit of financial intel for you. Now, 
when God bought us back, he did not place the value of Pastor Larry as Pastor Larry is on us. He gave us the value of what Pastor Larry would be in the glorified state. Lord, open the eyes of somebody. This is the reason the Holy Spirit never talks you down. He always talks you up. Because investment day is hard. Plant not physically. Look at somebody. Say I'm an asset. God bought into me. God invested in me. God has... This is the reason they give an overpayment. Now what is Pilan going to look like in the ultimate state? He's going to look just like Jesus Christ. They that he foreknew, he predestinated, then he called, then he justified, and he glorified to be conformed to the image of his son. So the ultimate state of the believer is the same essence as the Christ. So what can you and what can you exchange for the Christ? The Christ. And who is the Christ? In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and by the word were all things made and nothing was made that was made without the word in him was light and the light was the light of man the light shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend it fool and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth he said there was a man sent from God whose name was John he was not that light but he was sent to be a witness to that light in other words the Christ God gave you is the original material God had before he created everything so you cannot have Christ and be a beggar when you know who you be somebody say riches and glory so the premise oh, I need to round up. so the premise for God's dealings with you is from the riches in glory. Quickly write this down if you will. And media, if you want to project this particular one, it's okay. But if it's too long for you to project, it's fine. Because I'm racing against time. If we're going to talk about the glory of God, you must understand what glory is generally. Oxford Dictionary says, number one, glory is high renown or honor won by notable achievements. Honor, high renown, won by notable achievements. Number two, glory is magnificence or great beauty. This guy's about to fall under the anointing. Great beauty, magnificence. Number three, to take pride. Glory can also be a verb, right? Yes. Glory can be a noun. And it can also be a verb. Like glory in God. Right? Yes. So what God is giving you is something that you be. And something that can do. Number three. To take pride or pleasure in. So when we talk about God's glory. We are talking about his majesty. 
We're talking about his beauty. We're talking about his magnificence. That is completely his. This is the reason. Uh, I think it was Bukala that told me this one. This is the reason God doesn't share his glory. <laughs> Bukala said that his nephew, his nephew, four-year-old nephew was praying one day. Right? And said, God, please share your glory with more people so that people that need it will not have to wait for more of it or something like that. In his innocent mind, he was like, maybe he's heard many songs. You will never share your glory and say, God, please. Can you just, just share this glory? But I'll tell you what the glory of God is and what the glory of man is. The glory of a believer. So these are three things. What it means is that whenever God wants to do anything, he does not do it based on the request of the person asking. He does it based on his glory. There are some people that will not give you any amount of money less than a million naira. It is inglorious to their status. You have to get this. Let me just say this prophetically to somebody. The reason you are struggling in your business is that you are underpriced. This one is a word of wisdom for somebody. And like, if, if I charge people 100,000 per item, they will run. No. The people that are sent to you will come. Oh, ask Kenneth. Where's Kenneth? Kenneth knows how it is. We do a webinar, small seminar, like price to get 10,000 10, or 15 or 20,000. And we did a couple of times and people will be like, I don't have enough. Then we upgrade and say, okay, let's have some packages that are hundreds of thousands, 100,000 or 200,000. And with fewer people, thousands of dollars for some coaching packages. With fewer people, less stress. Because many times, a lot of people with small money cause big problems. Not all, though. Not all. Not all. And what is worse than small money is small mind. Because small mind will reduce big money to small time. Small thing. But a big mind celebrates small money. Because it knows it is fertile enough to recalibrate it to its own status. A small mind. Somebody will give a small mind 10,000 naira. And say, ah, I thought you are richer than that. See your mouth like richer than that. Not realizing that that person that gave him 10,000 naira gave 20 people the same 10,000 over the last 10 days. So God doesn't give Mr. Mbonu based on his Mbonu-ness. When God wants to bless, he blesses from his own level. So many things people say is the doing of the Lord was actually the doing of benevolent men. Help me because I'm about to close but you need to help me. We have to close strong. So when God wants to bless you he doesn't say what have you done? Who are you? No. He looks at what he has done for you. He starts from the premise of the riches of his glory. So let's go to Ephesians 1 verse 3. Ephesians 1 verse 3. Don't miss next week. Next week is called by and large. 
as in BYE, by and large, subtitle, I waved poverty goodbye. So that's the by, and I'm now in a large place. If you have emotional attachments to poverty, come next week, I will deliver you. If you hate poverty, come next week, I will stoke your fire. If you are indifferent about poverty, come next week, you will choose a side. Look at your neighbor, say, Come. Tell that person, Don't come alone. Say, Come early. And tell the person, By the mercy of God, this place will be very cool. In fact, let me, let me just say this now. If it doesn't happen, then approach my leaders, but the pastors and the ministers, just to show that we cannot take nonsense. We're going to buy two more aces and put one in that place and another one in that place before next week, Sunday. That if the aces have not been serviced, they must be serviced. That if we can buy like two or three freezers, this place must be chilling. Chilled. Like I'll finish seven maybe around one o'clock or before one next week. But guess what? I want to stay here, just be rolling on the floor. No more pain. <laughs> See this now. <laughs> what did you say? Is that so? You can report to me. Import, we can import snow. That one's FD. But for this heat, we have endured. Please, dress code for next week is Eskimo jacket. <laughs> Plus tattoo neck. It was God that delivered me today. See, sometimes listen to God before wearing your clothes. So, I wanted to wear one tattoo neck and one thick jacket. So in my spirit, I'm just like, you know what? Just wear your normal cotton. Ah, I would have preached in singlet today. <laughs> <laughs> blessed let's read this together blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us where? in the heavenly places in Christ with what? verse 4 give it to us because he chose us before the foundation of the world the same way he chose us how did he choose us? By his own determination. How did we respond to his faith, to his choice? By faith. He said the same way. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. How do we manifest spiritual blessings? By faith. Not by manipulation. Not by trying to convince. You didn't convince God for him to save you. So he said spiritual blessings. And when you say spiritual blessings, money is not there. But I will show you what is there. Forgiveness is there. Freedom is there. Wisdom is there. Knowledge is there. Capacity is there. For you to make money, do you need some wisdom? For you to enjoy money, do you need some freedom? So God gave you the things that you cannot do for yourself. That can produce every other thing based on the earth he has placed you on. This is the reason Dunya and I were speaking because of the week in the office and she shared some experiences with me about when she was in school I won't go into that maybe if you want to ask directly go and ask Mrs. Baduk about some people and how they claim that certain monies came and all what not I said go and ask those people right now is that still the way the money is coming and 
intervention is not a life pattern. Samuel said to Saul, when you're leaving this place, people are going to give you bread, they're going to give you wine, they're going to meet people who have resources, they're going to give you. When Saul finished eating the bread and the wine, the next morning, did he walk on the road to go and say, ah, oh boy, Enugbe. Dude, go till your field, man. Work your ground, man. The difference is as you work it, when your color's supposed to cut you, it won't cut you because you will have the blessing. When others have 30-fold, you have a hundredfold because there is something superior to fertilizer on your ground. So where did God put all the spiritual blessings? Colossians 127. I'm almost there. Colossians 127. Of course, I didn't finish my message. Well, let me just do two verses. Uh huh. Can you, maybe for context, good measure, can you give us from 24? I now rejoice in my sufferings for you. Please run away from any preacher that says believers must not suffer. There's nobody that is more Christocentric than Paul in recorded history. Paul said, my Christ knowledge does not exempt me from suffering. The difference between the suffering of a believer and the suffering of an unbeliever is the reason for it. Peter says, no one should suffer for his own. He said, if you suffer for your own foolishness, there's no reward for that one. So I'm suffering. I'm suffering. Oh, Kawe, no graduation. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. Didn't apply for job. He said, angels will bring job to my house. Of course. Job in dreamland. See the way you are snoring with speed. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you. Because I'm blessed. So I rejoice even when I'm suffering. And fill up in my flesh. What is lacking in the afflictions of Christ. In other words, carrying on the weight of discipleship over your life. Now what is missing the affliction of Christ is not to diminish the work of Christ. It does, not, it does not reduce the efficacy of the work of Christ. But don't forget, God is a God of koinonia. God is a God of communion. So in building a believer, God is going to let some work be done by the discipler. Intercession. Follow up. If you are teaching master life, you are doing the work. Follow up. Now you wonder, why do you have to follow up on some people over and over? Because they are sheep. Nah, 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 nah. Come, come, come and do my slab. Like your neighbor say, stop bleating. Stop bleating. Even if your favorite author was Enid Blyton, stop bleating. What is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church? Verse 25, let's run with speed. Of which I became, replace that word minister with servant. According to the what? I touched on this in the first service. There are two kinds of believers, consumers and stewards. There's no owner. God is the owner of all. He commits to stewards. Now, if you're a consumer, you at best have enough for yourself and a little extra. But if you're a steward, God will always give you more resources than what you can finish. Because a steward is the person who makes the stew go forward. In a sheep. From God which was given me for you to fulfill the word of God. Verse 26. The mystery 
which has been what? Hidden from ages and from generations. Please, you can go to your seat, Mr. Jesus. Thank you. Jesus, please come and carry your chair. The song just said, we love you, Jesus. <laughs> he said, it's a mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his what is the mystery? What is the mystery? Verse 27. To them God will to make known what are the do you see that again? What are the Riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is so. What is the riches of God's glory? We don't have enough time today to examine the evolution of the provision manifestation for the Christ. That's a lot of big words. Let me say it in now language. We don't have enough time to check out how God manifested material provision for Jesus whilst he was in the earth. But one of the things that we do know is that whilst Mary was a teenager, number one, a womb was provided for Jesus. We know that a body was provided for Jesus. Hebrews said that has prepared what? A body. So a body was prepared for him. A womb was prepared for him. Intercessors in the temple, Hannah and Simeon, were provided for Jesus. There was no room in the inn, but in amongst the sheep, there was a space provided for Jesus. When the enemies came to attack Jesus, what happened? An angelic manifestation was provided for Jesus. Jesus had no visa, but Jackpot was provided for Jesus to go to Egypt. Are you following the provision of God? At this time, did Jesus have an ACM card? Did he have a sponsor? Who was the Oniduro of Jesus? Jesus as a child got more gifts than most humans will ever get throughout their lifetime. Wise men from the east. When the Bible says they travel, don't think they just moved from uh, Anthony Maryland to Surulere. They journeyed from a great distance. They carried those things on caravans. Jesus had not said one prayer for provision. In fact, in fact, when he said, pray this way, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, the kingdom come. He did not say, please now, please now help me with small bread. He said like, I mean, give us. Begging God for food. Begging God. What kind of wicked father will wait for his children to be begging him? When he had five loaves of bread and he had a multitude to feed, what did he say? He didn't say, Baba, John, John, now. He lifted up and said, God, I thank you. He gave thanks. The riches of his glory. How does this manifest? Go to Revelation chapter 5, verse 10. Revelation 5, verse 10. I see you're all saturated, I see it, but don't worry. Just drink a little water of patience, aka Omisuru. Because Omisuru, Lere, even if you don't eat Amala in Shita. Is it a goal? Because National Stadium is there. It's a goal. 
Y'all are like, Pastor, I'm frying in here. Don't worry, you will we'll go. But I need to leave you loaded. Sometimes I'm already loaded. Okay, overloaded. What has he done now? Jerry, can you read this? Read this, Jerry. And I've made us kings. Oh, God, be bold. <laughs> and I've made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Where are we going to reign? Can I propose something to you? I don't have enough time to unpack it today, but study it. That song, Ijoba Onlu, Lereonigbagbo may not be completely because if heaven is really the reward of the believer, why did David say, whom, whom have I in heaven but you? In other words, what make heaven, makes heaven a desirable place is because God is there. Otherwise, you'll be in awe. It is God that powers the place. God is the solar system of the spiritual world. It says the Lord is the sun and the shield. It will give grace and glory. Nothing good will he withhold from them that believe and trust in him. Psalm 84 verse 11. He has made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on earth. The next verse. I'm looking for the verse that now says, Then I looked and behold, Yes, this is verse 12. Saying with what? A loud voice. Worthy. Let's read it together. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to and 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 what are the two things that most human beings are looking for what are they looking for and these are the smallest of the seven things glory and blessing he blessed them and that blessing manifested the glory of his nature. Glory is the garment of God. Glory is the garment of the divine. So God wants you to have riches. But that riches is the abundance of everything good that your assignment requires. God doesn't do materialism. But he does abundance of grace. So how do we resolve when I said I am your exceedingly great reward? Let me resolve this tension and we'll pray. The tension, because where we started from, Genesis 12, go to Genesis 12, sorry, Genesis 15, verse 1. Let me resolve this and we'll pray. Somebody say, I am rich in God. Please, if you can afford to say it a little louder, that would be great. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in the vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield and your... Let me resolve it for you. If you can find it real quick, Psalm 127. God said, I am your exceedingly great reward, Abraham. In Psalm 127, either verse 5 or verse 6. 
and said, children are the heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is what? Follow it, follow it, follow it. God said, Abraham, I will be your exceedingly great. I am your exceedingly great reward. Psalm 127 verse 3. Behold, children are the heritage of the Lord. And the fruit of the womb is what? God said to Abraham, I will be your reward. The fruit of the womb shall be what? It's about to get lit. And you don't need to be an elite. But watch this. Matthew 2, 9 to 11. When they heard the king, the wise men, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over. Matthew 2 from verse 9. It came and stood over the young capital child. That's Jesus the Christ. The star came and stood over that. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with what? They rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. Because they had seen the exceedingly great reward. So the reward was the Christ. why the Christ said before Abraham was I am Abraham before you ask me for anything I already had a reward and anyone who comes to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of them that diligently seek him why was Abraham the man of faith because faith is the qualification of the instrumentality for the reward who is the reward Isaac is not the reward Christ is the reward Christ is the source of all things and the end of all things your gain in the spirit is to gain Christ Paul knew this that's why I said I count everything as dumb that I might gain Christ he's the software he's the operating system if you're not praying already you ought to be praying let me read what one of the pastors I respect the most said some of you might know him his name is John Piper help me Lord where I put this so what do we now do in Christ Colossians 2 3 he said in Christ look for Colossians 2 3 he said in him is hid what was hidden in Christ God coded those seven blessings and revelations in Christ. Power is in Christ. Riches are in Christ. Honor in Christ. Wisdom in Christ. Strength in Christ. Glory in Christ. Blessing in Christ. Therefore, don't say you are blessed except you are blessed in Christ. Don't say you have power except it's the power in Christ. Are you getting it? 
Why? Because the enemy can give you the counterfeit of all those seven things. There's devilish wisdom. James talks about that. He said the wisdom from above is first of all pure, gentle, peaceable, easy to entreat. So for every one of the seven blessings of the Lamb, the enemy has his own panda. We have to be like Kung Fu Panda and give it in black and white, y'all. Somebody will say, I refuse to be slow like a penguin. In whom I what? No, 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 don't jump. In whom I? In whom I? The fact that you have the Christ does not mean you experience the blessing. Because the blessing is hidden in him. So to preach the Christ without preaching the realms in him, to manifest blessing, honor, strength, and glory is an incomplete gospel. It's an incomplete teaching. That's why Paul said, I've given you the whole counsel of God. Are you getting my point? So why? Why are they hidden? Lord, I said I was going to close. I'm closing now. If you guys to stand up, let me close. You're not standing. Okay, sit. Why are they hidden in Christ? God wants to be enjoyed. God wants to be explored. God wants to be navigated. A relationship where there is nothing mysterious or hidden about the other person ends up being boring. No conversation. Daddy, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy, hmm. Nothing to say, nothing to discover. But what what is the benefit of the believer in God hiding that? It's in Proverbs. It is the glory of God. Get it for us. Get it for us. It is the glory of God to hide. And it's the glory of who? Kings. So God displayed his own glory by putting Christ in you. He manifests your glory by revealing Christ through you. Everything you will access in the name of Jesus will come by revelation of what is already concealed. The glory of kings is to search out a matter. Therefore, a believer that does not search out Christ will not manifest much glory in the earth. He's just dancing around the memorial of salvation. He's not exploring. He's not searching. Every need in your life is an opportunity to search. Every want, every delay, every tension, every crisis. It's not God when, it's God how. God what? God why? To get the mind of Christ on the issues of life. And when you have that, you will stand in front of Lazarus's grave and say, Lazarus. said you have not so learned Christ. In other words, Christ is not just a gift to be embraced. It's a curriculum to be studied. It's also a pattern to be followed because it's not just life is the way. I am the way. A way is a pathway pattern. Somebody say I'm rich in God. Do you believe that? Now say it in your own words in about a minute or so. Say it loud and strong. 
week we'll talk about poverty we'll transfer to the material next week is there a material dimension yes the earth is material your body is material God made the earth God made your body so he's also interested in the material realm and there are protocols there are laws that govern this realm this is the last prayer point Psalm, sorry Philippians 4.19 everybody let's pray this you will say it and pray Philippians 4.19 so the riches and glory treasures in Christ and all but Philippians 4.19 some of you know it but my God say it say it say it say Cammy, I can't hear you. All right, all right, hold up, hold up. Let's say it all together. Jesuni, is that the name? Jesse, E Jason. I mixed them. I'm sorry. Jesuni, E Jason. Can you say it loud till I hear it? Everybody, let's read. So how does God supply your need? The same riches in glory that gives you redemption gives you material supply. That I am rich in God. R-I-G. I have rigged the system. And it's not 419. Thank you for preaching with me. Philippians 419, but God is not. Next week, if the Lord helps me, I will tell you the verses before this. This thing is not a prayer, it's a statement of conviction. Can we practice it this week? Practice not worrying. How they say it in the culture, let's normalize. Let's make not worrying about needs no more. After all, what can your worry really do? Your worry may give you a false sense of personal responsibility. Ah, I need to worry so I can feel like I'm responsible. Now say it as a prayer three times with meaning. Say it as a prayer. Again. And my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Again, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Some people are so one-sided that they don't talk about material blessing. This one, when you read the verses before it, it is, Paul is talking about material. That's, this text is material. So there is spiritual blessing material blessings. God doesn't want any of his children to lack. If you lack, it should be momentary, it should be seasonal, it could be circumstantial, but it should never be a lifestyle. The believer has been disqualified from the lifestyle of lack. Kilo Jimbe, what are you doing there? What are you doing there? What's, what's DJ Copy doing begging for Ikbekere by the roadside? What's Bella Denuga doing? Say, excuse me, sir. God bless you. God go honor you. God help you. Uh, you are fine, fine, lady. You are fine, fine. What's that? But we must search till you know. 
what I have taught you is my revelation. And by apostolic prophetic pastoral oversight, I have taught you and I have prayed for you. But somebody must now enter in there. Some, some revelations. I, was, I don't know what I was doing. Here, I was talking to in the course of the week. And I said, there's a revelation. Uh, we'll talk about it. Income sources, income models and all of that. I said, I expect God to bless me any day. When I say any day, material increase can come into my life any time. It does not have to be what I'm doing today. That, are you following? But I have a revelation for it. What's the revelation? He said, I will open before him the two-lived gates. They will not be short. So it's a revelation to me. I have searched the provision supply of Solomon. I have provision models. I will show you some of them in the Bible. You cannot just say, my God shall supply. What is the picture in your mind? It comes through personal exploration because they are hidden in Christ. That's why two believers, same industry, same job, same place, different financial expresses. One person has found something. The other one is dancing around the door. Say, Lord, I receive all that you have for me. I see abundance. I see glory. Lord, I pray for my spiritual children, your children. This week, immerse us in the riches of your glory. Immerse us in the riches of your grace. Saturate our lives. Fill our hearts with joy, overflowing in abundance. Thank you, Lord. None shall be weak amongst us. None shall be feeble amongst us. None shall be beggarly amongst us. We explore. We search out. We uncover. We unlock the treasures of the deep. In Jesus' name we prayed. It's okay for you to clap and shout. Clap. Celebrate God for the word. is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this out.